Okay, here we are in the studio with the windows wide open to all the sounds going on outside because I can't bear to shut this place down to try to make a quiet recording. I need to be in touch with the environment. We got chainsaws going on. There'll be uh, doves cooing in the background. Hello, and welcome to the Ron Report. <laughs> For February 23rd, Thursday. I had a lot of trepidation about writing this because it's so much about me. It's like the people who really care about me, they want to hear about a story of somebody that's interesting. So I guess it's me this week. My epic mythic battle. <laughs> Thank you. I'm having this sort of epic mythic battle in my mind. My desire to be a hermit and latibulate. L A T I B U L A T E. <laughs> Versus my aspiration to be a famous poet and go to book signings. Part of me wants to start up new projects like podcasting on location, live with interviews and interactions and phone-ins. That would be a way to meet new people. But then I realized I would have to interact with people and be responsible. As it is now, I can cruise down Broadway anytime I want. Free as the wind. No place to go in location unknown. As a published author, I would have contractual obligations. <laughs> contractual. I would be vulnerable to other people's expectations. I would have to appear in the public mind. I would need an identity. I'm thinking of the Polar Express, the movie. The most remarkable character was the hobo on the roof drinking hot coffee from a tin can. Well, that's besides the waiter, who of course was Tom Hanks, and the little boy who didn't know if he believes in Christmas. Santa Claus doesn't weigh in at all, hardly as a memorial, memorable character. The hobo is who I remember. Kind of crazy and kind of wild, but free as a bird up there on top of that train with his campfire going. Van life is calling me traveling to the great northwest or the equally great northeast the beach the mountains the desert but another part of me is comfortable in my happy little house in my little happy neighborhood a toilet that flushes gone hot water that gushes out of the pipes with the twist of a valve 
a kitchen with a refrigerator and a stove, a bedroom with a bed, and two cats who apparently need my assistance to go in or out of the house. My house sits on concrete pillars sunk into the ground so it doesn't move at all but then again it doesn't move I can't take it with me wind or flood can't move it either so that's good there are advantages to both a house that moves with you and a house that stays in one place I can imagine a time when having a house stuck in the ground was considered a great privilege. Before that, they always moved around. <laughs> Van life. The other day I got up, took a hot shower, meditated for an hour or so in my comfortable chair, got up on my bike and rolled out. My basic route usually takes me down New Braunfels to Austin Highway, and down Austin Highway to Broadway, and down Broadway all the way to downtown. That's a smooth ride. That's the Valley of San Antonio. So on this morning, I stopped at the site of the old Rod East car dealership, about halfway down, next to the half-price books. There were two women standing there on the lot talking next to their cars. <laughs> so I rode up next to them and inquired as to the purpose of their conversation. Maybe it was a stupid joke so I could break into the conversation. I don't remember now. But they were tolerant. They were discussing possible uses of the lot and its ideal location on Broadway. Quite a spacious lot. A few trees. They seemed open to suggestions, so I cranked up my Broadway story for them and let it fly. And this was an ancient sacred pathway from the springs where Mother Nature herself lived to the rich alluvial valley downtown where the San Pedro Creek and San Antonio River almost come together. pathway between those two enchanted places is represented by modern-day Broadway. We have four bookstores. We have museums, parks, cafes, restaurants. It's the premier boulevard of our fair city. And on and on I go for a while. And they seemed interested. We left on good terms. Then I stopped by the Antiquarian Bookmark, which is basically next door, to visit Bob, the proprietor. 
He's been running that place for 50 years. His bookstore is an old house with a labyrinth of rooms all lined with homemade wooden bookshelves and stuffed with thousands of used books, mostly hardcover, on various subjects. The hand-lettered signs above the entryway give you a clue. Poetry, history of Texas, psychology, religion, fantasy. We chatted for a while. Me and Bob shot the breeze, as he puts it. Laughed out loud, joked, reminisced, told stories. See the pic. feel a kindred spirit with Bob, having been in the book business for so many years myself. You commune with people you like, and then that's your community. I know, but then sometimes you also end up with the social responsibilities and the expectations. That's my dilemma. Not that Bob expects anything of me, but sometimes they kind of go together. I don't know the answer to my dilemma. I'm good at making the waves, not too good at calming them down. My bicycle ride went on and on that morning, kind of like surfing, riding here and there, wherever I wanted to go. When I reached the downtown, the ancient enchanted place where the big trees grew and the water flowed, I pulled into the royal blue and locked off my bike. I know most of the people there and they know me. I razz them. Occasionally they razz me back. I grabbed my root bear. Bear, spelled B-E-X-A-R, like a beer county where San Antonio is located. Get it? It's a play on words. I grabbed my root bear, a local product bottled by Southside Beverages. Make a note of that. They're going to come up later. And sat outside at the table along Houston Street. I watched the cars and the people passing by, and the occasional bicyclist. Then I cruised down Flores to the bottom bracket bicycle shop, a.k.a. Ride in Paradise, and met Joe, Richard, the owner. I had a conversation. Then went by the Southside Beverages Warehouse, at 2600 South Flores to meet the kind people who make Rit Bear and met one of them. She gave me some free samples for Joe at the bottom bracket because he wanted to try it. There's a picture of Joe. On the way home, I stopped at Oscar de la Tienda on North Flores and met Alex who suggested the idea of doing live podcasts at his store. 
He invited me to the next event happening in their spare space. Outside, the construction workers were tearing up the streets. Hello, when are you going to be done? I queried. Probably by the end of the month, replied one of the workers, standing nearby in his fluorescent safety vest next to the barricades. He was forthright and obliging and seemed pleased with the interaction. I rolled by a photographer in a small city park with his camera set up on a tripod. There he was, apparently shooting the bark benches. So I stopped and talked to him. He was a student working on an assignment for his photography class, exploring his craft. And all these people, all along the way that I met on my bike ride, are my community. All these incidents and happenings are the contents of my day. The ride from my house to downtown is an epic journey on its own. Excellent little adventures and surprises and coincidences lovely connections with the friendly people. Anyways, I doubt if I'll ever figure out what to do with my life. <laughs> it's always changing. The world is changing and I am changing. So the battle never really stops. don't know about the enlightened ones, but that's my observation. There's always turbulence, unless I turn within and focus on the one thing that doesn't win or lose, the simple breath. I still may not know what to do with my life, but I feel good about it.